Hi, everyone. I'm Carrie Cassidy from Project Camelot and very happy to be here today. So I have Deborah Tavares with me, and uh, it's it's really wonderful to have her back on the show. It's been a while, and we're going to be talking about all the subjects I put on this banner. And she is on a phone line, so just to be aware, and we won't be able to see her face, her lovely face, but uh, she will, will be here in voice. And Deborah, are you there? I am, Carrie, yes. Um, how is the voice coming through? I, I think we're fine, but I'm going to check, keep an eye on my chat to, uh, to make sure okay. that everything is okay. They usually can, can, can let me know if there's an issue. Uh, at the moment, I'm just, uh, I think we're, we're fine. So do you want to start okay. off by uh, just briefly introduce yourself? I know you're very well known at this point, but I, I'm calling you an investigator. I'm not sure what you want to call yourself exactly, but if you could tell people kind of how you started out and then we can launch into everything. Absolutely. Okay, Thank so uh, I am Deborah Tavares and I run several websites. Uh, the main one is stopthecrime.net and I would ask please that everyone subscribe to our video YouTube channel on stopthecrime.net and tap the bell notification. That way you'll be advised of uh, upcoming and blast outs that we send out. I also run the website primarywater.org which discuss that as many people as possible need to get to as much water as possible. We'll talk about that. And then um, I haven't posted to it, but I've run for many years ToxicSky.org, ToxicSky.org. And in the early days of my posting things to that, I linked up to Rosalind Peterson at that time, who ran California Skywatch. And she still does have her website up, although sadly, uh, Rosalind died of cancer a few years ago. And she was really my mentor on uh, detailed aspects of weather modification by the use of technologies and by the chemtrails and the continuous spraying. And uh, she lived about an hour plus north of us, and we would talk nearly daily for months and months she would explain that in uh, 15 or 20 minutes, I'm going to see these cloud structures overhead that were uh, initialized uh, in her area, more in the Humboldt County area, and then would wafe down the coastline. And I'm in Northern California in Sonoma County, about an hour north of the Golden Gate Bridge. And I was watching all this uh, weather modified uh, what I thought was natural clouds and found out that they're structures and they're being created. And with her um, very patient uh, way in which to explain what we face, I started and, of course, realized the enormity of what we face, and I've just tumbled deeper into all of that reality. Primarily, I come from a building background. I had a business with my family for many decades in uh, property development and design and sales and uh, management in uh, Southern California. And after the many years of not understanding why it was becoming much more difficult to build with regulations that were being uh, literally increasing and changing zoning requirements of how you could build in cities. 
At the time, I was too busy with children and our own business to really dive in to find out what was going on. And as I dove in after uh, we moved here to Northern California from Southern California, I started looking into documents and I was attending literally hundreds and hundreds of meetings all kinds of meetings, city council meetings, county board of supervisors meetings, uh, Pacific Gas and Electric meetings, homeowner share uh, meetings, uh, certainly the um, the meeting that I attended years ago now in the headquarters of Pacific Gas and Electric in San Francisco, where I then discovered that Rothschild was um, controlling Pacific Gas and Electric, and then that became a wider research for, from my team, discovering that uh, all of the utilities are controlled worldwide by our overlords, our overlords being whomever you want to believe is controlling this vast network of demise that we face and so I leave that up to you to make that determination for yourself but I will be talking about specific people that are involved in this in some of the documents that I will be discussing in the program today so that's a little about me Um, I've been married 49 years I have a few children and grandchildren and I am uh, absolutely dedicated to find out what they face and um, that is why I am doing all the work that I have been doing for so long. This conversation that you'll hear only a part of on the show with Carrie today. And again, please do go to StopTheCrime.net and uh, go to our YouTube video channel. It's a very broad and deep website. You can easily get lost, and uh, but don't get lost. We're already lost enough. Get to our video channels, which I think of as um, Cliff Notes. Uh, in many instances, that house a lot of the uh, documents and uh, various um, patents and things that are uh, proven to support everything we discuss. So with that, Carrie, I just will give a, a Northern California update as to the current fires that we're facing. I am an at, in right now here in Santa Rosa, Northern California, where we have had many days of uh, evacuations and fires. To this moment, uh, there have been uh, over 68,000 people evacuated from their homes. And uh, we have uh, uh, an ability to help house some of the evacuees. That's what we've been busy doing over the last few days. Many areas uh, might are, are repopulating, they call it. I want to say, well, when they ask people to leave, do they call that depopulating? But uh, So they're repopulating a few areas right now, though, with the caveat that tomorrow we're going to be in another red flag fire warning, uh, fire watch. What that means is they determine what uh, the... Um, the moisture in the air will be, and we're going to be very, very dry, very low humidity. Uh, this is what constitutes a red flag fire warning. So low humidity, extremely dry, severe um, ground covering and, and plants because of increased temperatures and wind. So we're, we have all of that. The one aspect that heavily chemtrailed for weeks before a fire, and during the fires were heavily chemtrailed, the overhead aerosol spraying program, and after the fires. In fact, we have a video we just posted today, and it's going to demonstrate how the fires burn 
in from the inside out and into the root system because of the heavy metal saturation that all of the plant material worldwide has been receiving for decades. So we're highly combustible. The ground is highly combustible. The trees are burning from the inside out because think of it like um, clogged arteries and when you with um, uh, uh, fats and so forth. Well, the trees take up these heavy metals and they're then not able to uptake water. They become compromised. That's why we have millions upon millions upon millions of trees dying because they are dying. They've been heavily sprayed, other plants as well. We're seeing our food supply being massively reduced because of the consistent and more frequent solar dimming as a result of the haze that is sprayed overhead and then these uh, chemtrails merge and waste into this thin vellum. And uh, we have far less generation capability from our solar panels when that occurs. So knowing that, we have been encouraging people, if you are going to install solar, and we're going to recommend it based on this emergency alert I'm going to discuss with you in a moment, but you have to put in more solar panels than what the engineers or the licensed solar um, contractors will recommend because they don't factor in the reality of uh, solar dimming. They don't bring that up. So sadly, you will not get the benefits. And also, I will add at this point, and I will be saying this again, you absolutely do not, absolutely underscored, do not want to use the Tesla uh, Powerwall or the lithium-ion batteries. They all are lithium-ion batteries. They're very combustible. They degrade over time and in heat. And uh, when they do uh, explode, which they do, you can type in lithium-ion batteries on your search bar and see the explosions. And while many people are now looking for uh, expanding the uh, ability to have power when we're facing so many power outages, they're hooking up to a system that is deliberately set up as an additional weapons system. And that would be, again, the uh, solar uh, panels, which, of course, you need, and then hooking up to the Tesla or the lithium-ion battery backup system. Again, we recuses, and uh, airplanes will not allow the lithium-ion batteries. You may recall Samsung had a real problem with their phones because of the batteries and these things blowing up in people's pocket. I will throw in right now, too, that the smart meters uh, have lithium-ion batteries in them as well. And sadly, they're part of the combustible uh, aspect of the burns that we're seeing right now here in Northern California and what we've been seeing all along. Now, uh, today is Wednesday. It is September the 30th of 2020. Some of the main headlines um, that I like to just state right now and talk briefly, and then I'm going to get into fires, and then I'm going to get into an emergency alert. So uh, just be patient, and we'll go through this. So right now, we've had a tremendous amount of Internet uh, failures here in Northern California due to the fires. I'm hearing from people literally all over the country that are experiencing dropped calls more than ever, not getting uh, messages for days after they left them. So we are experiencing and will be entering into a time where communication will become more difficult. And we're going to have to look at alternative ways to uh, uh, communicate and connect with one another. 
I throw that out now as something for everybody to consider and think about how we might be able to all do this with ham radios, etc. Because the repeaters have been taken out and are being taken out by our um, fascist government, however you would like to call a corporation that's killing us, um, they've been taking out the repeaters for the ham radios. And so the only way we can really uh, create connectivity is literally leapfrogging from one ham radio to the next. And uh, many people are looking to uh, connect cross-country this way as, as communication is, is continued to be um, eliminated. Uh, we're also looking at uh, the final admission of the dawn of uh, uh, Palantir, and that's a Silicon Valley surveillance company that now is going public on the New York Stock Exchange. We've discussed Palantir in the past and how this is pre-predictive programming and uh, surveillance, in other words, to uh, literally look at your past habits, equate that into your future expected um, intentions, and then arresting you or confining you based on advanced surveillance. That has already been rolled out in many areas of the country right now. Certainly during Katrina and after Katrina in New Orleans, it was rolled out. Uh, Chicago and many, many other states. I've reported on that in the past. So you can scroll through some of our past videos about Palantir, and it is now being uh, said out loud. And um, what is important to note, and this is a, a way of looking at reality, we're being told that government is doing everything for our safety and that they are being fully transparent. We're hearing the word transparent. And for those of you that are listening, our world is anything but transparent. Um, transparency doesn't exist in the, in the definition that I think most of us would think of it. So when you really understand what transparency is in their definition, it is the lack of anonymity. In other words, nothing is private anymore. Everything is transparent. The breath you take, the moves you make, the food you buy, all will soon be very allocated, very reduced access to all kinds of, of electricity. With the smart meters, they can turn your power off remotely when you've exceeded your allotment. And they have been turning the power off now as they attack us with fire weapons. And they've been turning the power off, an added reality that we face here. And, uh, and everyone faces because these, these fires are caused by a variety of means. And it's, it's uh, uh, been probably over a month that we have had continuous uh, fires from one area to the next because we are at war and because we are the enemy and we're on a battlefield we do recommend if you are in an area where you are going to be prone to fires that you do everything you can to survive and you need the right clothes when um, when uh, soldiers and military go into battle albeit uh, false as it is but when they go into battle they're wearing um, the the equipment they have the equipment they have the clothes so if you are in a fire area you really do need to go to a warehouse and buy fire clothes you can't stay on your property and try to put out spot ember fires in your street clothes you have to have the right clothes 
again, we're at war. And I just posted on my website this morning, again, uh, the trees showing how they burn from the inside out with a video that I, I posted above that under the description bar that is a video of um, a fire is a war. And it was a, 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 a surveillance and an inspection of a burn zone last year in October and November of 2019, the Kincaid Fire here in North. We heat up all the metal and then burn the wood, which is why uh, the guardrails on the sites of roads uh, fail. We uh, sh certainly show that. We show many homes that were burned. Most importantly, we talk about the uptake of the metals going into the trees so that you can see how the trees are indeed burned from the inside out. And at the end of our uh, multi-hour investigation up there in the hills, uh, we were then uh, surveilled. And you'll see that at the end of the 15-minute video with the helicopter and the plane. But what you will not see is the black car that pulled in after all of that. So um, it's, again, uh, the name of that video is uh, Fire, This is War. And uh, you can look that up. So let's talk winds have burned in one direction, then they're backing in and hitting uh, areas and different areas in other directions. I have friends right now that are on the fire line, and Matt, who I've interviewed and spoken with, who's a retired fire captain of over 30 years, is uh, trying to help his father save his home right now as we speak in Napa. Many of my friends have lost homes or have had serious smoke damage. People don't think about the fact if a house next door is burned to the ground, the surviving house is uh, toxic. Uh, the toxic smoke gets into um, all of the materials, the subfloors, of course, the flooring carpets, the padding, the subfloor, all the insulation inside the walls because um, drywall is, is porous. And uh, people don't realize that they're painting over and shampooing toxin, toxins and moving back in. And then they turn on their cooling system or their heat system, and they're really pushing around toxins that now have absorbed into the insulation in the inside walls of the homes. Many people have been uh, literally... Uh, eliminating the drywall on the inside, pulling out the insulation, and then uh, putting in all new insulation. But sadly, building supplies are very limited right now. We're seeing supply lines being cut or materials simply not available. Or if they are, they're double or triple in, in cost. So for many people, sadly, that are losing their homes now, uh, they're not going to be able to rebuild because of insurance um, redlining as well. Uh, what has been happening with insurance companies, and you can look this up for yourselves, and I wish you would, uh, they're doing insurance mapping. They're doing predictive modeling, just like they are of our psychological behaviors. They're doing predictive modeling of fire areas because they know what areas are going to be attacked and by what kind of weather condition. Some areas are going to be and have been prevalent to flooding. Uh, those, be, be it uh, hurricanes or uh, cyclones or whatever, flooding, uh, certainly they know uh, the types of weather weapons that are being used throughout the country. And so they're going to greatly limit your ability to have coverage. They're telling us that you have to be at least five miles away from the burn area 
and and there's a time limit after the last burn before you can even uh, get new coverage. So many properties that are in escrow right now that don't have insurance uh, already boarded, as they call it, uh, could have difficulty in closing those escrows. So this ricochets beyond most people's understanding of just what we face. So we look at the fact that our food supplies are being destroyed. Uh, the heavy chemtrailing is just just destroying all plant material and and life, really, and degrading the soil so it, you can't even grow in it anymore. And what is happening here is there were thousands of acres here uh, that farmers were growing hay and grazing dairy, et cetera, that were literally watered by the wastewater treatment plant. They call it recycled water. And they were using this water to water these farms. Well, because of the drought and the demand on water, they notified all the farmers that they will no longer have water for the remainder of the year. So many of these farmers now are not able to water their crops. Not that I'm suggesting that you should be eating anything that eats recycled um, human fecal and urine and pharmaceuticals of undetermined consequences. I would not recommend. In fact, one of the things about um, organic meat is to make certain that 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 meat, that free-range meat, is not eating any hay products that are coming from recycled water areas because they're very toxic. And uh, so that's just something I'm throwing in right now. So uh, what I really want to go over uh, is the emergency alert because we are all very, very soon, um, more of us will be plunged into darkness because the power grid is under attack. It has been uh, for decades, and many uh, people have been taking reports and uh, certainly expressing their horror and concern for the trouble that the grid is under because uh, it has been intentionally allowed to collapse. What we recently discovered is uh, rather gloom and doom. I want you to twist that around and know that it's going to happen and then consider what you will do to uh, avoid those consequences. There are choices you can make by hearing this information and choices you must if you plan on um, uh, attempting to survive as we all face greater degrees of what is called a black sky event. So what are we talking about here? Uh, we're talking about information that we discovered. Uh, it's an emergency all-sector response, transnational hazard exercise. So what is a black sky event? Well, a black sky event are, means long durations of massive subcontinent power outages, cascading failures of all of our globally resourced interdependent infrastructure. So what does that mean? That means the effect on your ability to connect on the Internet, use your cell phones, uh, certainly um, have electricity in your home. Without electricity, many of the uh, electric igniters in your um, uh, water heaters won't heat, so you won't have hot water. Uh, you will not be able to access water itself. And uh, that is because many of the uh, municipal water supplying locations depend on electricity. 
Now, granted, we are moving forcibly into using only renewables. And uh, I throw this in at this moment, and then I will get deeper into the Black Sky event. But you heard um, uh, the uh, governor, Newsom, just a few days ago announce that by the year 2035, Californians would only be allowed to buy new cars that uh, were electric or some other um, primarily electric. No more petroleum-based fuels are to be used by the year 2035. Well, if you had been listening to some of our videos years back, you would have heard us talk about the plans that are adopted in each and every one of your cities that tells you that. We've had on StopTheCrime.net a tab called Kiss Your Gas Goodbye. And we showed in, under that tab uh, a variety of various climate action plans that your local city uh, councils, your mayors, your um, what you believe are your city officials to assist you. They've lined you up under policies of massive resource reduction and massive um, forced relocations off of the WUI, which is the Wildlands Urban Interface. That's what's happening now with much of the fire that's being targeted in the WUI, again, Wildlands Urban Interface. That's all part of ultimately restricting our livability and access uh, into areas that are not designated as human settlement zones. And primarily, when you think about the densified cities that are planned for uh, people to live in, uh, people will say, well, they want us into stack and pack smart cities. Well, that's true, but they don't want all of us there. And most of us won't survive the densification of frequencies in those cities. Those cities are really designed for uh, 5G-operated AI and robots and driverless cars and functioning uh, without people. So we're under an illusion that we're somehow included in a frequency-dense zone that we could survive in, and we don't survive in that kind of dense frequency. So I think we have to think twice about how we're being manipulated through the illusion of uh, smart cities. Now, granted, smart cities began with certain aspects of continued survivability of humans, but uh, ultimately, uh, every everything, including our animals, in fact, one of the reports I saw today was cats now have COVID. So when you look at the documents, you find out that they want all of our animals replaced with robotics as well because they're going to be considered vectors just like much of the insects and bugs are. And many of you have likely heard about uh, a billion, I, I might get the number wrong, but uh, a billion uh, modified, genetically modified mosquitoes that have been being released in the Florida Keys and are expected to be released again in the very near future, as well as the uh, protesting against the same release of genetically modified mosquitoes uh, over Houston, because we know after Hurricane Harvey, uh, they used Monsanto products um, to spray uh, to reduce the mosquito uh, uh, enhanced uh, situation because of the um, directed energy weapons with the hurricane. So they sprayed over a million acres above Houston um, right after Hurricane Harvey. You can look that up if you'd like. But I want to get into the urgent reality that every one of us face because uh, without the power grid 
every way in which we've lived in our modern life ends in a flash. Everything ends. We're, we're plummeted into darkness. And what we recommend as you hear me go through this is that you uh, turn your lights off in your home for just a day or two. Uh, don't use water because you won't have it to use when there's a long-term outage. And don't use uh, hot water. Just look at the loss of what the power grid uh, and the influence of the loss of the grid will have on your life so that you can write down what you need to uh, function and survive around the loss of electricity, the loss of hot water, and um, the loss of um, of everything else. Your lifestyle will be ruined. Now, here in Northern California, there have been a number of people that have purchased electric vehicles, but during evacuations, a number of people have not been able to evacuate because they don't have a high enough charge on their vehicle, and then the power shut off. Now, uh, I'm going to go into this emergency alert, and I'm going to stay with this at this moment, Carrie. Um, so we're going to very soon all be plunged into different degrees of darkness, and the power grid, as I said, is under. Um, it, it was canceled. It was a planned exercise for resiliency amongst critical infrastructure failure. And it was canceled this year because of COVID and their inability to meet. So uh, an organization, a worldwide organization that is involved in critical infrastructure planning, not being able to somehow or another connect during this year of telecommunication opportunities should not be controlling the grid. Uh, they are going to be rescheduling next year, and uh, it said that it would be through um, uh, the U.K. and Tel Aviv. So beyond that, I can't talk, but I can tell you that that is the situation. So uh, the grid is the largest machine in the world, and I didn't know that. And the grid has been intentionally allowed to collapse, and we're going to go through that. I have a, a, an email blast out, so if you do go to StopTheCrime.net, you can take a look at more of what you're going to hear me talk about right now. But um, they're telling us that the grid is being um, attacked and, and being taken down because of climate change. For many of you, you realize that the use of weather control technologies is climate change. Many people get very, very confused. Uh, they're calling people that believe in weather-related, created um, technologies as climate deniers. I would, would pretty much guess that none of us would deny that the there is climate change. There absolutely is. It's just, of course, how is it climate change and what is doing and creating the um, historical, never-recorded-before events that we're all experiencing worldwide, worldwide. So now that we can agree that weather is controlled um, and that it is going to ultimately take down the power grid by a myriad of ways, and it's going to be predominantly severe weather, although they are talking about the increased cyber attacks and terrorism. Now, you have to ask yourself, as you hear me go into the documents today, our governments have brought in policies of terror. So when, you hear, when I hear the word terror, I, I look at it being an inside job as well. Not only outside terrorist attacks on the United States, but inside, inside terrorist attacks. And I'll go into that.
And if you want to hear more of that, go on over to the YouTube channel and the website that she described within the episode. With that being said, don't be shocked. Don't act like you didn't know it was happening. And if you didn't know it was happening, I bet you're shocked as hell. Do your research. Keep your mind open. The simplest shit is just to keep the lame brains dumbfied. With that being said, peace, live, love, and respect. Have a good day, people. opposed to each other. So you cannot have a space program, a secret space program without using wormholes. Uh, so the basics, it, you know, it's all Tesla tech. It's all what, what we call a vortex or, uh, you know, a toroidal physics. So the, the basis for space travel, you know, this is where people get into the, the, th- the idea that they, they think we're going to literally fly from here directly to the moon or Mars, when in reality we have to go uh, through a portal, through, uh, you know, what becomes a wormhole. Which is almost like a time-space instantaneous arrival thing. Yes. Uh, And and I guess it depends how far you're going. And and those logistics, I mean, Mark Richards is one of my primary witnesses now who I've interviewed uh, for the last five years. And I've got 12 interviews. In fact, I'm about to turn that into a book uh, so that people have an easy reference. Do you have a working No, but I... No, no, I don't. But I can tell you, you know, it's it's about Mark Richards. So whether, you know, it's it, it would probably have his name in it, uh, Captain Mark Richards. Where are you on, for example, the Ishtar series and others? And, and there's this there's this report that the moon, which is said to be an artificial satellite, is starting to lose all of its original nuclear reactors, which at the time it was created were the most advanced technology. And the holographic image of the moon is going to fall apart and the Schumann effect is going to go away. Where are you on the on the issue of the moon in the next five years? Okay, well, I haven't heard that it was going to go away in the next five years. Uh, So and this Ishtar information is not I mean, Actually, you sent me some links to it, and I did take a look at it. Uh, From my point of view, it's pretty uh, remedial and also quite harmless. So I don't have any huge issues with it. I I don't expect it to be completely uh, accurate in every way either. So uh, so as far as the moon's concerned, my understanding is uh, that we have a base inside the moon, contrary to what I believe that particular uh, body of thought has going on in it and and that we are still interacting with those beings uh and that actually there there are 
other beings that commandeer certain areas of the moon. So if you go, if you just want to go back as far as William Tompkins, which is only a few years ago, he was talking about how we landed on the moon during the space program. We had help. Camelot had been told that 15 years ago uh, so that we didn't go the way we think we went. In other words, under our own volition, uh, using this uh, antiquated type of technology, but instead that we had help from the ETs. When we finally got the William Tompkins testimony, he went into more detail as to what kind of that relationship that was with these ET races, which is basically the Pleiadians on the one hand and the reptilians on the other. And the reptilians were sabotaging our program at the same time as seemingly to help us. So when we landed on the moon, there's a famous drawing by William Tompkins, and I've talked about this on other interviews, and that has a lineup of a, a bunch of reptilian ships. And I think it was, um, was it John Glenn? Who's the first guy that got there? Right, no, um, the, I've heard the astronauts, Buzz Aldrin, a whole bunch of them. Yeah, but it was about. one in particular that Tompkins that talked good. about. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, no, I, I mean, I, th- I forget. Anyway, at any rate, he, he said, you know, they're here, um, you know, and, and, and we're they're asking us to leave, basically. Right. And so, he used the medical so, channel to do that. Right. So so, you know, the story, but maybe the audience doesn't know it that well, but it is vital information and it is on my interview. I have a three hour, which what is really a jam packed bit of a bunch of information from William Tompkins before he supposedly died. Uh, Now, we were supposed to do a second interview. It was supposed to involve, as it happens, before this whole Epstein thing broke, we were delving into, you know, because I already knew about the slave ships taking humans, uh, focusing on on children and and all of that. the whole pedophilia thing, et cetera, and felt that I had a, a very good grounding in all of that. And what William Tompkins said to me in that first interview is that what you know is is not even the tip of the iceberg right. in that regard. So I think they got scared of what he was going to reveal in the next interview. And he basically called me up the night before the interview, which had been on the charts sort of for like six months or something crazy. Um, and he basically said, uh, I can never speak to you again. Please don't ever try to contact me and hung up the phone. Let me so emphasize that off-trade, off-planet yeah. trade in human beings is something I've seen across many sources. And we know of at least 8 million children that are disappearing every year. And we know that humans are disappearing during wars and from refugees. I mean, X number of refugees start out in Africa and half of them reach Europe. Where did the other half go? So this is clearly a counterintelligence problem. Let me ask you this before we close out the space thing and and move on to to the other topics. Um, I have the impression that at the space level, Russia, China, and the United States are bonded at the hip, and they're not at all in competition. They're actually working together. Is that a wrong impression? Oh, no, that's absolutely correct. Uh, and, and I've said this and we've talked about this over the years. But the bottom line, I, I just want to say here that people I don't think even understand to this day is what why humans have begun to basically feed off each other and 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 
try to steal energy from the children, these older men, primary males, but apparently there are now females involved in that scene as well. Uh, and we're really talking about reptilian DNA mixed with the human genome. So this is where this comes from. And until people realize that, they're never going to solve this issue. You can try to kill as many or put them in jail, but it's not going to solve the problem. Um, even their children, you know, that have been abused are going to end up doing the same pattern again. And we're not going to be able to also we're going to we're fighting with various alien races right now who are continuing to take human slaves off the planet. And even with Trump and his incredible effort, John F. Kennedy Jr. and this and, the, and Q and all of this going into the underground bases. I mean, as I have said in several interviews lately, um, Mark Richards talked to me. He was one of the first. He and his father were ordered to fly into the Dulce base, rescue the humans there. They did so. And uh, less than a week later, the Greys had abducted them again. It's 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 a much more complex story than people realize. And it's not just about closing a bunch of underground bases. We have have cultures of reptilians that are marauding species that go from planet to planet and do pillage and rape and you know and take slaves and then trade them with other races like the mantids the negative side mantids and the ant beings these uh, insectoid beings uh, you know which are not talked about much uh, so so there's it's a bigger story than people realize and it has everything to do with what we call kundalini energy orgone chi call it what you will vril all of this that that is basically the energy that comes from the base of the spine the, the spine ch chakra and goes up through the crown chakra and this is what children have in plenty and that is highly activated and this is what old people who have not gone into a meditational state activated their own chakras in their life just gotten older and older and this is how humans age and basically are are sucking their energy off of, of young people so this wanna, is happening on a superficial level it's also happening on a sexual and much more I, diabolical level i want to stop you there because one of my my channel my rules and i want to drive people to buy your book and go to your website I'm not here to spoon feed them with the whole story. So I'm going to stop you, not out of rudeness, but because I want them to buy your book and go to your website. I have sure. just one more question in the space arena, and then I want to move on to QAnon, JFK, and, okay. and some other matters. Um, I've been talking to a number of people, two of them Illuminati recoveries or recovering Illuminati, and what they're saying is that the reptilians on Earth have essentially given up and are in retreat. Is that false? Yes. Uh, I mean, that's a nice idea. But you have to understand that the reptilians, first of all, there's many species of reptilians. So you have to kind of define your terms, mm. decide who you're really talking about. And once you do that, then you have to figure out, uh, you know, which race you're dealing with. There's a specific race called the reptoids that are reptilian human hybrid reptilians that are apparently, at least according to Mark Richards, the most diabolical. Uh, and they have bases, uh, 
underground in Africa specifically is talked about uh, and and probably various places around the globe as well. I can tell you that um, they're not leaving and and that reptilians believe they were here first. So they believe that they own, in, in essence, they own the earth. And, uh, and, and they also have genetically invaded our species and changed our genome. Yes. So yes, uh, they're, yes. they're genetic engineers par excellence. They're known for this. And so this is where you get temples. You know why they go into the Middle East and are asking our armies to actually go and destroy the temples. What they're destroying is the evidence of the reptilian invasion on planet earth and that was there before even before us and then humans uh, basically were their let slaves me, let me ask you one last question then i want to move on because i want people to buy your book the rebel gene and also go to your website thanks to obama biden and hillary clinton libya is now the center of slave trading on the planet there are huge slave warehouses and slave auctions and so forth in libya um, has Libya come up in your in your uh, recent work in relation to uh, off planet human trading? Uh, well, I, I will say that Libya is uh, sort of been notorious and I got a psychic message about Libya when I was getting dreams of the future. And this is going back uh, when I was in my 20s. So I knew that that was going to be a hot spot, a place where you could trace what goes on there and then extend that sort of model out to to what's going on in the rest of the world. So I'm not surprised, but I also want to draw your attention to Ukraine. Because I don't think it's the story, the real story has come out about why they're in Ukraine, what's really going on there and why they're so obsessed with it. And this gets into the secret space program, probably wraps in Crimea because we already know that there's a lot of very anomalous uh things going on in terms of the earth in in crimea and uh, mark has also said that it's uh you, you basically they you know it's the the veil is very thin there and people can see uh invading species etc and so on going on in crimea so there's there's something to do with uh ukraine uh, let me just point out that Benjamin in this Netanyahu. Area. Let me just point out that Benjamin Netanyahu has said that he plans a new Israel in the Ukraine. Right. And that's not an accident. You know, you have to keep in mind that behind Israel are the Anunnaki. And so, you know, that doesn't mean that all Israelis are, you know, reptilians, but it does mean that there is a relationship there. And this gets back to Sumeria and that invading race. Now, what happened with the Anunnaki is they are humanoid. So they were they were, in essence, Pleiadians, which we are related directly to them. And so, but they are a race of humanoids that were taken over by the Draco and became a reptilian human hybrids, in essence. So this is, this is a complex story. Uh, right now, if you look at the political situation, you look at what Trump and team are doing, you're looking at the takeover and the takedown of so-called takedown of the cabal. You have to look at the alien human relationships that we have on and off planet, because that's the key. 
That's the absolute key. And unfortunately, I'm the only one talking about that. <laughs> you know, Carrie, I don't I don't want to shortchange you because I think you are the only one that's really doing a coherent job. And I don't want this to become a one hour, two hour interviews. My most important uh, audiences have barely 30 minutes. OK, but in your case, we're going to go over 30 minutes. I think you're very, very important. And I also want to make a clear distinction between the Zionists and the Jewish faith. OK, two completely different things. And in sure. fact, within the Jewish faith, you have the hierarchy where at the top, the Kabbalists and the uh, and the um, Chabad think all the other Jews are shit. OK, and so they have their own pecking order. Uh, yes. But when I talk about Zionism and the evils of Zionism, I'm talking about the Russian criminal red mafia uh, state of Israel that sponsors terrorism and so forth. But I think your perspective is absolutely essential. And I'm I'm hoping the president will do some disclosure, which leads me to what does Kerry Cassidy think about QAnon? Okay, well, I think QAnon is is excellent. I think it's basically the PR platform for Trump, who was not able to get the the mainstream media to honestly portray his mission. And so there, you know, this thing was planned. uh, If you go back, I thought it was really interesting because Charlie Freak and both and talking to Charlie Ward, who I'm going to be interviewing tomorrow, have both somehow gotten some insider information information what it leads to is that john f kennedy back in 1962 started q what was in essence a above top secret group uh within the white house that was going to going to protect him supposedly and also uh deal with these these areas that are 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 way above top secret so he didn't trust his own intelligence community as you know so this this apparently was what q started out as now since the death or so-called death of john f kennedy jr uh what we have is sort of a resurgence i believe of this group and he he brought forward i think he was instrumental in creating a mission in which he would basically do payback for the death of his father for the coup that ultimately changed the whole direction of the united states from from that point forward so we're talking 1963 on so this is i think q is is very very important i think they had to be stealthy i think they have to talk in code as they do they do get just you know deciphered it's not it's not hard that hard to read uh but there are a lot of sort of covert messages that trump is also giving on stage when he uses certain words on purpose the wrong way or when he refers to certain things and he's something really of a master at this that people don't realize so he's he's basically talking in code most of the time and in, and nothing he d- does, as they say, is accidental. So I think Q is a very important platform. I, I think that it is brilliant. And I think it contains a plan that is allowing them to, in essence, put in place this quantum financial system that is sort of the in-your-face takedown of the cabal and their money, hitting them where it hurts, obviously, 
whether it's going to be successful, it's happening right now as we speak. And I'm doing interviews on this. I did a whole analysis of a document that came out apparently uh, with with, uh, you know, these bullet point items about the QFS. And I'm continuing to do more and more research. So, you know, this is the story. Um, I, you know, it's a big, big story. And apparently this QFS is being rolled out quietly. But the SWIFT system is one indicator that you can look at and you can talk to banks about it. At the moment, you know, they'll, they'll either tell you it's down or it's not working up to par or something of that nature. But the reality is this is a very key component of the QFS being taken down and, and a revision of the way we deal with money on planet Earth. And that does get to the heart of the power relationship of humans to the human slash non-human you know the, the the cabal are members that have the greatest amount of reptilian dna it's a power relationship with other humans and they consider themselves uh pure races we're talking bloodlines so all of this gets into why the cabal think think they can rule over us and gets back to the kings and queens and why they were given their sort yeah, of job by the thing. Anunnaki. Okay. All right. So this, it goes back that this far. book here talks about how dirty money has taken over the planet. And sure. so I think you're most valuable. And I recommend that people go and look at your video review of the quantum financial system, because your value is really in showing how this quantum financial system is going to make it much, much harder to move dirty money. Now, let me point out that NSA has every banking transaction, including all the offshore banking transactions, going back 15 years. I have long believed that NSA was dirty uh, and that NSA is controlled by the Zionists and the cabal. Now, okay. now I've got something. Let me just stop you there, because I've got something that a lot of people don't realize. And this is uh, information that that I've found over time. The NSA was established to deal with our relationship with ETs and our and communication with them. That's their real mission, if you can believe it. So, yeah. So this is a whole different way of looking at them, what they do. And then you also have to look at Snowden and understand there's something there that he has not revealed. And I believe he's too smart not to know this component. Well, I, I have to tell you, I think Snowden was a CIA op against NSA uh, and it had the desired effect. And some very interesting things are coming out. And I'm predicting that President Trump will pardon uh, Snowden. Um, Fair enough. I also want to mention for the record that the National Aeronautics and Space Agency is an intelligence agency. It is sure. a secret military intelligence agency. It is not a nice, clean uh, thing. So let's well, move actually, on to John let me, Let's give credit where credit is due, because Richard Hoagland has been saying that for many years. And I worked as a contractor for JPL slash NASA. And I can tell you that they actually portray themselves as a military organization. So uh, a lot of people don't realize that. No, I agree. And I, I would also like people to look at Kathy O'Brien's book, uh, Transformation of America. Because when the Nazis did not lose World War II, they did a treaty with the United States, and we gave them CIA and NASA. And NASA has been the lead on mind control, not only at the individual level, but at the mass at the mass level. So John F. Kennedy Jr., I did an analysis, and I concluded that 
he was going to be assassinated by the Mossad in order to allow Hillary Clinton to win an, uh, an election. She would certainly have lost when John F. Kennedy Jr. put his hat in the ring. I, my analysis concludes that he did, in fact, fake his death and that the aircraft went down with the passenger door miss with the passenger seat missing the door out. It was clearly some kind of parachute uh, end game. And I'm waiting to see if he shows up on the 17th of October in Dallas. What's your take on whether John F. Kennedy Jr. is alive and best buds with Donald Trump? Absolutely true. Uh, And I I can tell you intuitively, and my intuition has served me over the years incredibly. So more and more, I've learned to trust it. But basically what happens is I had that intuition and then sometime during the summer, I had, and I've I've said this already, um, I had a whole night full of dreams that were like reality. In other words, they were, there's very few dreams in my life where I didn't know when I woke up which reality I was in. They were that real. And this was one of them. So I spent the whole night interacting with JFK Jr. and Trump all night long, going in and out of those dreams, waking up, going back to sleep, having more interactions, et cetera. So I have to tell you that that was major. I did not know that that wasn't reality. And so when, you know, and when I finally woke up in the morning, I, I was sort of amazed that I would have, because I'm not a person that dreams, um, presidents and you know about that i just it they don't enter into my sort of scenarios unusual juxtaposition john f kennedy jr and donald trump even though they were friends so i i take that with with great seriousness now do you have anything that you want to talk about that people are not aware of that's forthcoming uh any sense of future events or 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 video teleconferences things that you're sponsoring that people need to know about well, uh, I, I think that there is there there is some foreshadowing going on with regard to an incoming asteroid that is said to be coming here around the dates of the election. Uh, there is also a positioning of troops that Dave Hodges has been doing a really good job of reporting on coming into the area of Kingman, Arizona, and also uh, there was a whole 21 planes that flew into an area of uh, Richfield, I think it's called, of um, Nevada and no of Utah and and so there is there's some movement in the 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 southwest i guess you might say in these certain areas that are indicating some kind of operation going on now dave hodges thinks it's a it's a cog community uh continuity of government but i'm not so sure that's what's going on as much as it may be a preparation for something larger something more than what we've been dealing with with you know tifa and and you know the burning the fires in california and i do want to say that according to q recently he he singled out eight individuals who had been arrested for setting some of those california fires uh now that's important because there's a human contingent involved but there's also an alien human contingent a war going on with regard to the fires and there's also the illuminati that is a land grab going on in california they are really trying to get complete control of northern california and i believe that's because of the wine country uh primarily that is very valuable wine real estate and wine is an integral 
for for many reasons that people don't realize red wine especially is a very powerful um ingredient then it can also help uh make you younger so uh not when you drink it too much but obviously just you know this is something known to magicians and the illuminati so and of course it's no accident that jesus in the catholic church you know you're supposed to drink his blood and eat his whatever so you know these are things that that people don't realize are going on and the scalar weapons that are activated and show you know the fires are being started there is a war going on above and underground so this is an ongoing situation and fire is also used by military as a distraction a reason to evacuate humans out of an area so they can do their operations or deal with you know battles actual battles so there's also a very interesting dynamic going on with the telescopes being shut down around the planet right now and this is very this is something that shepherd ambellus uh from intellihub has has targeted i think he's even making a documentary about it right now uh there's something up with that now it may have more to do with the actual war which is between you know et's and humans and so on and, and that's in the skies above our heads at the moment uh, but again, the fires are instrumental in in literally making it impossible not only to see what's going on, but but to stay, you know, trying to force the humans out. So uh, that that's going on mainly this time in northern California so far. OK, there's a few th- uh, small fires in Southern California where I am right now, but not much. Uh, so this is this is very interesting. And fire is a tool of those that follow, you know, Satan, right? You, you can appreciate that. Well, I agree. And I want to add, I want to add an endorsement on the real estate play. Uh, one of the most important book reviews I ever wrote was Wayne Jett's Fruits of Graft, which documented how the banks started the Great Depression with the connivance of the president sure. at the time to destroy the middle class that was demanding political power, to buy up real estate at depression era prices and to consolidate control of the federal government. And I wrote the first original analysis of COVID-19 as a false flag operation that was covering naked shorts and was basically setting up a land grab. I mean, all of these crashing prices in New York City, there are people buying them up at lower prices, knowing that it's going to bounce back as soon as the so-called COVID fake pandemic is, is over. Well, there's a lot more to do with the fake pan- pandemic, as they call it, uh, having to do that. having to do with being more than a land grab and a real estate you know, opportunity. But uh, on top of that, having to do with taking down the economic system around the world. And when I talk to Charlie Ward tomorrow, I'm going to be emphasizing who wanted to take down the economic system. Yes, Trump and team are taking advantage of it to roll out the QFS, but isn't, wasn't it a ploy in essence to do their population reduction? Now, COVID is useless as a population reduction tool. As we can see, the numbers were faked. They had to fake them because not enough people die. 
Okay, and now it's coming out. Even the CDC just, I think, yesterday or recently said, you know, something like nine thousand humans in 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 the United States died. And of course, they came out in Britain a couple of weeks ago, uh, saying that you know the numbers were were far less than they had ever said. Uh, it was reduced uh, to a, a flu level pandemic back in March, if you follow CDC and the WHO, and yet they locked down the world around it. So there's much more going on here. And if they're rolling out this system, this QFS right now under our noses and it's going to change our world. And there's even supposed to be, of course, the Jasara uh, give back where people are now finding that their loans have been forgiven. Something like a thousand have been documented, at least through Charlie Freak's website, saying they all of a sudden don't owe money they owed. So so there seems to be a movement. It's quiet. It's not in your face. And the mainstream does not acknowledge it. They don't talk about it. They basically appear not to know about it. Are you so how long does I mean, it last? I don't know. COVID-19 was intended to lead to massive mandatory vaccinations with digital ID and all kinds of toxins. 5G, yes, of course, tracking humans. Yeah, no doubt about it. But let me just make the point that 5G is a weaponized system that can literally vaporize bodies. And it was tested in London in the building that burned down. There were no bodies and all the firefighters had to sign the Official Secrets Act because of that. Okay, fair enough. And thank you for that information. I have to say, you know, Mark Steele has been on that story for a long time. I've interviewed him several times. He's very excellent. He knows his stuff. Uh, Yes, it's a weapon system. But I have done a whole article about the Tesla technology and the Wardenclyffe and how Tesla believed his technology misfired and caused Tunguska. So this is the tip of the iceberg. It's not only 5G that they're using to create COVID in these targeted areas of humanity. They are sending what are basically scalar weapons targeted at these humans. And so you could take all the 5G away and still have this targeting going on. And let me say for the record, I think Charlie Ward Ward is wrong when he says that 5G has been neutralized. I don't think that's the case. Now, 5G can be neutralized in the future. But right now, well, this is going to be very difficult because this is a frequency war. So you can realize it. Talk about frequency war. Well, I've written an article about it and I put a lot of stuff into that. Okay, this name of the article. It's uh, it's frequency wars, I I think, is one of the part of the title. Your website, Project Camelot. Yes. And 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 there are a lot of links there. You've got to educate yourself about Tesla tech and what you can do. It also gets into super soldiers, Kundalini activation and how a group of children, super soldiers went into, I believe it was Cambodia, joined hands and decimated a whole uh, a whole um, sort of battalion of, of soldiers, uh, Viet Cong. So so you have to understand that humans have have this power we are we generate scalar waves using our body when we meditate etc in a certain way so this this technology crosses over all these boundaries and thomas bearden of course uh, was instrumental in outing a lot of this knowledge Uh, but there's a lot more around tesla's tech that people are not 
cognizant of it. And I, I have put some of this out there. It also has to do with the weather wars. Oh, that was, I was just thinking about that as my next question. All right, let's agree that this will be the last bit of this interview, <laughs> which has been absolutely superb. Talk to us about weather wars, and then we'll close by sending people to your website and to buy your book. Okay, so my article on the Tesla tech, the frequency wars, it's important. Understand that Ashiana Dean talked many years ago in, you know, she gets downloads from Guardian Races. This is a mixture of races. And they talked about the electric wars that went on eons ago on this planet and decimated areas. Okay, so this and this is specifically in the in the Middle East, especially. So so what you get is we seem to be revisiting that we've now got that technology, the particle beam weapons that took down the the, the 9-11, uh, you know, towers. And, and so this kind of technology is very far reaching and has lots of uh, sort of sides to it. And so this this is what is causing the, uh, you know, it started with radar and then, then, then it went on to these other type weapons. And so this is what's causing these escalated weather events. And weather has been used as a weapon between governments for many, many years. And of course, the Nazis were ground doing groundbreaking investigation in this. But China has these weapons. North Korea has has these weapons and I've done shows on this I uh, just did a recent show uh, there's a guy named Peter Kirby who's a sort of a nuts and bolts researcher he doesn't have the whole you know he doesn't go as far as I do let's say but he is getting he's gathering all, all the exact trail that leads to why chemtrails and why basically what he calls the the second Manhattan project and how it was built up and he he follows the companies the individuals and it all goes back to the Nazis of course so this is this is where weather wars come from uh and and so we're talking about right okay just yesterday we had major uh, sulfur in my water here in Southern California. You know what that tells me is that they have escalated some kind of volcanism under California. So the California fires are also sort of moved along, escalated by this volcanism. And you can bet if you go into Northern California, you're going to find volcanism. And I've had a couple of people write to me about that. And so this is another place to look to see why this thing and in an organ as well, it's an inferno. It's, it's not caused by natural earth changes. It's caused by man-made and ET made. What you mean, Joe Biden is wrong? It's not climate change. <laughs> no, it's not. Not to the degree. Now, I try to tell people that. Please understand, the Illuminati, the way they work, they work with the flow. So they knew that this this time would come right, when drop. the Earth was entering a certain area of its trajectory through, you know, the the galactic center, whatever, and that basically the earth would begin to become more volatile. And there's an, a direct relationship to our sun and what's going on with our sun and the earth and so on. And but all of this is is then taken, you know, and, and raised. And so this is where you get Fukushima using weapons 
they make use of the energy that's already there. So energy is not created, as you know, or destroyed. It's simply moved. So this is the shifting energy. This is their magicians. They're called magicians. The military are magicians. They're using these techniques that used to be related to, you know, back in Crowley's day, individual mu- magicians and, and basically have been incorporating it the great way the military the war works. Magicians. Uh, from right and too. excellent. Very, okay, I, good. I, I I deeply regret trying to close this off because obviously you could go on for six hours. But the whole <laughs> point of my channel is to not spoon feed people. Basically, yes. listen carefully, people. You need to buy her book and go to her website. And I'm not going to sit here and spoon feed you. So, is there a happy ending in your view out of this whole panorama? No doubt about it. Uh, This is, you know, this is humans coming of age. Okay, we are finally coming back to the day of when where we were when Atlantis fell. So in essence, Atlantis was the last time the humans and ETs from off planet walked on, you know, surface Earth, you know, cognizant of, of, of who they were and all of that and using myriad of technologies now the challenge is not to go down the dark way so we this time we are actually turning it to the positive i think trump and his victories and QAnon is indication that and we're going to see a landslide victory in uh you know november uh assuming no a uh, sort of uh sort of global event doesn't happen you know doesn't happen to interrupt that okay so it's being positioned he's allowing these things to happen it's a balancing act uh you know it's amazing what they're doing so i see yes if the qfs the quantum financial system is allowed to operate it's going to be very difficult for the dark side to operate having been exposed as far as the pedophilia and the stealing of children and humans and using them for food and adrenochrome, et cetera. I mean, all of this that I'm talking about, we are all disclosing the truth. We are all waking humans up. Now we know that there's a whole group of humans that don't want to hear the truth. They're fighting it. And so that's what the battle is. The the battle is not that the truth. Yeah. The battle is not that the truth isn't out there. The truth is now out there. It's just that a a large group of our members of this human, you know, genome, whatever, doesn't want to hear it. And they want to stay in in what we call 3D reality locked in. And whether they they like it or not, they want to remain slaves. They were bred for 3D reality. In fact, I just reviewed, I'm reviewing tomorrow, a book called Laurel Canyon, which is about how CIA and military intelligence took over Laurel Canyon and used it to gestate Satanism and pedophilia. Okay. And And let me, let me just give credit again, where credit is due on that, because that's Peter Lavenda. And I was one of the first people to interview him. So if you haven't talked to Peter Lavenda, he, he basically uh, delved into that story many years ago and he's still on the scene. He's an excellent writer and that's a very dark story, but it's very real. Oh, you know, Carrie, I, I, I'm going to nominate you right now for the Medal of Freedom. <laughs> I think you are one of the most extraordinary people that we've got in the world, in America. And I, I'm not going to quite go to tears in my eyes, but I'm close. You are an amazing you. human being. 
I want you to just say goodbye, and then I'm going to send everybody to buy your book and visit your website. God bless you. Terry Cassidy, (laughs) Project Camelot, am not worthy. Oh, hey, hey, we're, we're equals here in this fight, and thank you for being on the front lines with me. God bless you. Bye-bye. Take care.